ladies, gentlemen, good evening. Live from the 215, I am your host, Ace Porter, here at Russell Cave Network. And it's a very, very, very special evening. It's a very, very, very special podcast for Russell Cave Podcast with your boy AP. Some call me Mr. Porter, some call me Ace Porter, and some call me Young Geechee Liberace, and some, it, it doesn't matter. We're going to cover Fastlane 2019 uh, review. We're going to cover any breaking news, any rumors, any reports that's, you know, relevant um, right here, right now. Let's rap about it. Hey. Yeah. You. What you doing? Yeah, you. Listening. You listening to me? Watching wrestling? Stop everything you're doing right now. You know you need to follow Wrestle Game Podcast. Did you hear that? You, do you know who you need to follow? Wrestle Cave Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wrestle underscore Cave. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestle Cave. Follow us on Facebook at Wrestle Cave Podcast. Like our page. If, if you didn't hear that, everything he said will be in the description. Yeah? Got it? Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Follow our YouTube at Wrestle Cave Podcast. Yeah, right now. Like I said before, live from the 215, this is Wrestle Cave Podcast. I am your host, Ace Porter. Shout out to each and every one of y'all listening all over the world, all around the states. We love it. We support it. Shout out to everybody in our group, our community, uh, Wrestle Cave Podcast. Uh, shout out to everything going on on Twitter. That's ran by Casey. He does the motherfucking thing. Um, follow us on Twitter at Wrestle underscore Cave. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Russell Cave. I run the Instagram. Um, and shout out to everybody that runs our Facebook group. Cause without y'all, uh, this shit will be really, really, really fucking hard. But we can focus on the content. Um, shout out to everybody listening to our new show. Shout out to Casey with his new show, Independent Education. Uh, shout out to everybody listening to Trap, my new show with uh Cochise. Also the six pack uh that we have on our YouTube channel, uh, Future and myself and Casey and anybody else that Casey wants to be on that particular show. Um, but yeah tonight right here right now we're going to talk about Fastlane so let's get into it now I didn't get a chance to see the pre-show but I did see something unfold between the New Day Rusev and Shinsuke Nakamura with uh, New Day going over uh, but we started tonight with the Smackdown um, Tag Team Championships the Usos six-time Tag Team Champions uh, versus The Miz and Shane now Every time I see Shane, I think about the Ty Dillingers. I think about the people unhappy that didn't get an opportunity like that in um, WWE. And one of the reasons why is I feel as though because Shane is taking up slots unnecessarily. Um, at this point, I don't need to see him jump off anything or hit any more elbows. I'm, I'm pretty much good. But I will say that this match was I was definitely entertained by this match. It was a good match. Um, you know, basic tag team wrestling spots um you had a spot where the Miz tried to hit the the his skull crushing finale but uh the referee was dealing with Shane he didn't get a chance to see it uh and then you know Miz was doing things you know he was adding to his catalog I guess because he was the hometown um you know babyface tonight so he was you know doing things from the top rope he was hitting different type of moves he looked great in the match then attempted a frog splash off the top rope, which looks beautiful, but caught the knees. And then the Usos got the pin. After that, an emotional uh, Miz greeting his family, his dad, um, shaking hands with Shane. And, um, you know, you could kind of feel the hill turn coming. And then, bang, it happens. Um, kind of interesting to see Shane be the one turning hill. 
and him be the baby face in the situation. But I'm I'm interested. Uh, I think it was a great way to start the night. Like I said, uh, The Miz came out there with the baby face reaction, the new merchandise, the new T-shirt. Cleveland is awesome. And to have Shane at the end of the match, uh, or basically after the match, you know, wipe his ass or wipe his face and throw it back and beat him. But I, I will say that the uh, submission was a little bit, you know, overkill. <laughs> but but other than that, I'm not complaining. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm going to give WWE a, you know, a, a two sweet on that one. I, I definitely um, think they did a, did a great job with uh, Shane turning hill. So now, you know, we're in route four weeks until WrestleMania. We already know we got Shane versus the Miz. Like I said again, you know, it could be it could be another slot for another superstar. Um but I'm digging the, I'm digging the storyline uh between that. Next up we had Mandy Rose versus Oscar. Um this match was trash. Um I don't like how Oscar is positioned like yeah, you know, you got the belt, you're the champion, but you know, you you're not really the champion. You're not really you're not really the girl. You know what I mean? You're not the woman in this situation. You know, this is about Becky, Charlotte and um Rhonda so you know I don't really like the way she's positioned she kind of like was on her Brock Lesnar and I don't think she wanted to be on her Brock Lesnar I just felt like they didn't have shit for her to do she won a belt you know it's just sad that sometimes people be in a position to you know do their thing and, and you think it's their time you know the way she came up at NXT she beat basically everybody and then she lost to Charlotte and then she gained regained her momentum and then she made Becky tap just for Becky to win you know and be in the main event so it's you know it's like you're the champion but you're not really a champion but in this match um you know mandy tripped you know off the ring off the uh ring apron um skirt or whatever because of uh sonya and um you know basically lost and it appears that you know we have some trouble you know between the tag team so we'll see how that how that play out so we started the night with a tag team match um next followed mandy and Oscar, then that tag team had a problem because it cost her the match. Then camera goes in the back. We see Kofi Kingston. Then we see the New Day, which is another tag team. We just it's just tag teams all over the fucking card. It's like the ghost of of Teddy Long when this motherfucker. So the New Day is basically saying, "Yo, we need to see Vince. Fuck that. You waited an hour. Let's go back there." You know they go back there. Vince is like, "Yo, you know what's going on." They're like, yo, we waiting for you for an hour. Kofi been waiting for you. Oh, no, I've been waiting for him. Oh, all right. What's up? What's popping? Oh, uh, you know, the fans want to troll that match. We can give them a trip with that match. And that match starts right now. Kofi hyped up. New Day put him over. Um, Big E put him over. Uh, Kofi goes out. Xavier put him over as well. I would hope to see that they actually fall through and go through all the way with it. Like, literally go through with it. Um, y'all made gender champion. I think it's about time y'all put the put the strap on, you know, a black man. And who better but Kofi Kingston. And if he does, I think they should free uh, Bird that title because Biggie deserved to be a champion. And so do Xavier. And I think they all work great. And it'd be something different. It'd be something fresh and exciting. Um, especially with AEW coming, we're going to need something different. Um... But yeah, so he comes out, and next thing you know, he's under the impression that he has a match. The Kofi Mania signs is in the crowd. Kofi Mania chance. Uh, Kofi's lit, and next thing you know, the bar comes out. We're confused. Another fucking tag team comes out. We're confused, and it's a handicap match. And they're both, actually, it's a turbo handicap match. 
So you know that means he's getting fucked up. And that's exactly what happened. And the crowd was saying, you know, booing that it was uh, boring because it was. And then the New Day came out. And then once the New Day came out, before they can even get to the ring, Rusev and Shinsuke came out and attacked them. So, yeah, that is about it for Kofi for the night. Um, so, yeah, this whole thing right here, for storyline purposes, I'll give it, I'll give it a two sweet. Uh, for the Mandy Rose and, and Oscar shit. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. They fucking killing me with this shit. So, so I'm good on that. Um, page one of my notes are done, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, I do have notes. I came prepared. So. Oh, guess what? You wouldn't believe. The camera goes to the back, and we see yet another motherfucking tag team. <laughs> we see Bailey and Sasha cutting a promo about their match, about uh, defending their their straps tonight. But the, the the key thing, the key thing that I've seen and and that, and that I find interesting, and I can't wait, is the fact that they will be defending those belts, you know, on NXT, SmackDown, Raw. Uh, maybe NXT uh, UK. I don't know. Maybe two hundred five live. I don't. I don't know. They said they're going to defend it everywhere. So we go, we go, we gonna see about that. Um, so Elias comes out and he's having a concert um, for Cleveland and he's getting on them. Uh, he's also dissing the New Day. He's dissing. Uh, well, actually, I think it's the second time he came. The first time he came out, he was dissing uh, Shane and all of them. So. You know, doing his thing, doing his stick. And, you know, at this point, I think the crowd was into it, but I think they're a little bit confused because it's like they keep turning him, you know, hill or face. Um, so, you know, I guess they're a little bit confusing, but, you know, he's still entertaining. So he he, he got the heat. He, he got that. He got that good heat or whatever the case may be. Cameras go to the back. They show the McMahon family on the door. The door opens. Shane opens it. They ask him for a word. Of course, he says nothing because he has to promote Tuesday. So it makes sense. But. You wouldn't believe what happened next. Now, wow, another fucking tag team. But this time it's NXT tag team, um, or should I say NXT Raw and SmackDown tag team, Aleister Black and Ricochet. Um, easily the most entertaining shit on TV right now uh, for Raw and SmackDown. Um, so you have Aleister Black, Ricochet versus The Revival versus Chad and Bobby. Um, man, this was a dope match. This was probably... Uh, was it my favorite match of the night? I don't know if it's my favorite match of the night. It might be. But this is definitely my favorite spot of the night. So Ricochet, he gets a blind tag on Black. Black goes for the knees on the top rope. But he tried to hit Chad, but Bobby pushes him out of the way. So he hits Bobby. Bobby's out of the way. Takes it for the team. Chad then tries to go for a rolling uh, German suplex on Alistair. By the time he tries to get it and goes into the corner, Dash is there for the blind tag, then he goes to the top rope. So, meanwhile, while Chad is giving the rolling suplex uh, into a pin on uh, Black, before the three count, Dash hits him with a, uh, a, a body splash from the top rope. Um, that definitely was my favorite spot of the night. Uh, and then, out of nowhere, Ricochet hits a shooting star press on Dash. So that was fucking awesome. Uh, but Bobby comes in and saves for for the for the actual pin. So yeah, that was that was definitely my favorite spot of the night. 
And let me turn my page for my notes here. I know y'all here. I've been working. I've been working. I know it's been a while. Um, shout out to all, uh, the whole team, everybody holding us down. Um, we back and we're we going to get it rocking. We're going to give y'all this shit. We're going to give you this content one way or another. Ricochet then kind of botched uh, her Karana to hit everybody on the outside. Uh, he hit the apron and Sky hit the apron as well. And then he was going to attempt to do his finisher. Uh, but he seen that Bobby was attacking Black on the outside. So he ran on the other side of the ring and uh, basically did a moonsault over the top rope, which was insane on to the outer side. Next thing I know, Chad is in the ring. Shatter Machine, one, two, three, the Revival wins. About time the Revival wins because every week they've been getting beat by other different tag teams, and that's not how you book a tag team champions. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely happy um, that they got the win. There's no reason to put the belt on Alistair and, um, you know, Ricochet because they just got here. I love them as a tag team. I never, th I never thought I wanted something so bad that I never, that I never wanted. <laughs> it's like, like until I seen them in a tag team, I was like, I never thought about them being in a tag team. But then I seen them in a tag team, I was like, oh, I, I need that, I need that. Um, but yeah, uh, hopefully Sanity gets some opportunity. Some other tag teams get some opportunity um, as well. Um, they kind of put the the, the the strap on these guys back and throw them in a the tag team division. But we have other tag teams that y'all can kind of utilize. Um, it'll be dope. Um, next, we had a four-way match for the U.S. title. Uh, Rey Mysterio, Andrade, Joe, R-Truth. Shout out to R-Truth, my guy. You know, Joe was out there striking everybody. You know, um, R-Truth was hitting, um, you know, his little moves. He was uh, impersonating John Cena. That was funny because he's actually six years older than John Cena. So that was hilarious that he, you know, looks up to him that much, to his young bull. Then you had uh, Rey Mysterio hitting double her Karanas on R-Truth and uh, Andrade. Also, the feud between Andrade and um, uh, Rey Mysterio is awesome. Um, really, really entertained uh, by that. Andrade hits a missile drop kick to uh Rey Mysterio and Joe at the same time that was dope um yeah man uh Zelina hit a, a super kick on R-Truth so uh, Camella got involved and started fighting Zelina so we seen that that was that was interesting I'm never mad at seeing Zelina so I was entertained then we had a 619 uh to Joe from Ray with a no sell and to uh you know Ray got caught lacking and there you have it Joe retains so good shit good shit um, I like how they're making the U.S. title seem more important. I like it on Joe. It's awesome. Uh, next we have Belly and Sasha versus Nia and Tamina. Uh, this match was sloppy. Uh, once again, thirty years of my life, B. Thirty years of my life, B. And y'all killing me. Killing me with 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 fucking Tamina, man. Um. Yeah, this shit was sloppy. Uh, I didn't write any notes for this particular match. Uh, I know this one spot. She tried to like gorilla press her in the air so she can so so Naya can catch a uh, a uh, Samoan drop, and that shit was just ugly. Um, yeah, man, I I wasn't a fan uh, of this match. Uh, right call. Sasha finally was able to retain a title. You know, so I'm happy about that. Um, I don't have anything else to say about that shit, man. Y'all know where I stand on Nia Jax, man. I don't, I don't really feel that shit at all, man. Oh, but at the end, post the match, because there was a lot of post things happening after the match. You know, Tamina got into it with um, 
Beth Phoenix and then you know Nia got into it and they started jumping her and then Natty came out got her ass whipped too so it looks like we have another tag team that's coming so you know yeah uh that was cool you know I like I like the backstage shit I like the you know post match things you know keep it interesting add to the story you know it's WrestleMania season baby we got we got we got to do more you know what I mean firing people is 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 one step the next step is execution so you know hiring people and doing the right execution so the next match was a triple threat match and this was interesting because i didn't know if it was going to still be a triple threat match or not or if it was going to be a one-to-one match um so you had ko come out first then you had daniel bryant and then you had mustafa ali which i'm happy that he got an opportunity um to do his thing you know he's hitting um all types of uh dives and uh inside the ring outside the ring spanish flies from the top rope you know daniel hitting you know his kicks doing his sticks ko is doing you know his shit you know he he brought out a stunner now at first i was a little iffy but you know he's 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 knocking the stunner down um I still love the pop up uh, power bomb though, but it is dope that to see that you know him him back as a face and you know doing doing a stunner. It's 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 dope. It's it's dope. Definitely glad to see him back. Um, let's see what else happened in this particular match. Uh, I know one one spot that was really really dope. Uh, Ali kept getting caught with the knees. Um, he hit a, he hit a few uh, reverse Heracaranas. Uh, got hit by a couple knees, hit a, a couple swinging um, DDTs on Daniel. Um, so, so that was fire. Um, but towards the end, uh, he suffered a, a pop-up power bomb on the apron by KO. Um, Rowan attacked KO on the outside, and Daniel was able to uh, get the pin. But baby face Ali kicked out, eventually tried to do another swinging DDT, and got caught with a knee. One, two, three. Daniel Bryant, the new Daniel Bryant, is still champion. Now, dope match. I just don't like the fact that the matter is no WWE champion should be uh, not closing the show. So that's the only thing that I had a gripe with. But other than that, entertaining shit. Um, very, very good. Liked it. Liked it a lot. Uh, Becky versus Flair. You know, I'm a Becky fan. But y'all not giving me enough time to miss Becky. And... I feel like this was this was uncalled for. We could have we could have did something else. Basically, Becky got the leg worked on the entire time. She got a couple of little hits in. She got the arm bar in for a little bit, but you know, basically, she was getting her ass whooped. There was no way in hell that you know uh, she was going to win with one leg over future Hall of Fame eight time woman champion, uh, the legend, the living legend, the queen. Charlotte, there's no way she was going to win that match without the interference of Ronda. So we knew that was coming. Um, so, you know, to me, uh, you know, just filler, just add to the story. She came out there and, you know, basically attacked Becky so Becky can be involved in the match. Now, what dickhead would actually get someone uh, disqualified and actually put in a match to make it a triple threat match, to make it even harder for you to retain? I'd tell you the same dickhead that, you know, doesn't care. <laughs> same person that's probably gonna go off in the sunset have her babies like she always planned to do but uh Rhonda, i'm not mad at you you're doing a great job um yeah so you know i, I but i i didn't really feel this this shit ain't really do nothing for me at all now the main event the shield versus baron corbin drew mcintyre bobby lashley for one, I don't understand what they find in common. I don't understand why they're linked together. Uh, Bobby was doing his thing with Leo. 
Uh, we know Dolph was taking his break. I guess Vince, this is his way of keeping him, you know, in the mix. Uh, Baron, he's, you know, he's Baron is Baron, you know, probably the most hated in the company right now, uh, for good or, or bad either way. You know, they're making a reaction towards the guy, um, the shield. They kept stressing that this is the last time, the last ride. And, um, I don't know if it is or if it isn't, if it really is then I can look back and, you know, appreciate a little bit more, but you know, I, some people still feel like it's a work. I feel like it's a work as well. Um, I really hope he does leave because I feel like, you know, he, he could do better in the Indies and, uh, this would, this was, this was, this was cool. Um, I'm not one of those, uh, shield haters, you know, even though certain shit don't work, you know, if certain shit's not working, you know, make it work or, or make it happen. So tonight, you know, Dean was struggling with the whole hill turn shit. Rome is back. They're back together they're doing it for one more time and i like that if, if you're playing off a of real life shit if this is really going on and you're using that storyline then that's great but if you're still trying to use this as a reality storyline quote unquote you know that's still good for television even if it is a work you know it's something interesting to give dean something to do we don't know if he's staying or not so we're we're into we're you know we're invested in something finally as far as dean a little bit you know what i mean so uh the match though it didn't really pick up until like later it was like a normal tag match uh, but when it did pick up, it picked up like a motherfucker. So you had, you know, Drew uh, out there trying to give a shill bomb. Uh, but Dean hits him, breaks that up. You know, then uh, Bobby goes for a choke slam on the table. Uh, Roman comes out of nowhere, hit a Superman punch, and then uh, a curve stomp to Bobby out there on the table. And then Drew gets power bombs, so they're gone. Next thing you know, the shield is doing their classic, uh, you know, cornering. Uh, Baron in the ring, you get a super kick, a super punch, and a super dirty deeds, and then for a shill bomb. And right before that shill bomb, SF would say, this is the last motherfucking time. So, that shit right there, the line of night, uh, sealed the deal for me. Um, good, good match. I don't, I didn't think it needed to close, but you know, I understand. Um, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a solid pay-per-view, man. I, I must, I must say, it definitely was a, a, a solid pay-per-view. Um, surprised I didn't see Braun tonight, but he, he hasn't been doing anything. So it, it makes sense. Um, uh, probably one of the better fast lane pay-per-views, um, I've, I've seen, uh, over the last couple years. So I'm definitely, um, entertained and, you know, what we know for sure, um, right now is Seth is going for the universal title. Um, it's a triple threat match between Becky, uh, Flair and Ronda. We're going to have some type of tag team match between, uh, Sasha and Bailey. I don't know. I don't know who they're going to face. Um, Daniel Bryant looks to seem to be facing Kofi Kingston. Um, I don't know who Roman's going to face. I don't know who Dean's going to face. Maybe, maybe they, maybe they would, you know, face each other. Uh, Ricochet and uh, Alistair. I don't know if they're going to be in one of those tag team, you know, gauntlets or you know matches, but. They should do a tag team ladder match that would be so fucking awesome with Ricochet um, in there doing whatever. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know about that, but who else could we say? We know for sure. Joe probably, Joe should probably do like an open challenge or something like that. Have like Lars or, or, uh, or, you know, Bray come out or something like that. Challenge him at Mania. That would be, that would be kind of dope. We know we're getting AJ and, um, Randy and I forgot to bring that up basically at the end of Elias right before the, the the main event Randy comes out and you know catches RKO and then AJ catches the phenomenal forearm and fucking 
Michael says, yeah, he said he was going to have time. He said he said he was going to deal with uh, Randy when he had time. I guess he had time now. No, nigga, the time is like late. He's like behind. Like he should have that shit like yesterday. He been fucking with him the last couple weeks. It's about time you start doing something, bro. You know what I'm saying? Catch your wreck, man. But these people, you know, these motherfuckers disrespect you like that, man. You already know. Um, the Usos, I don't know who the fuck the Usos are gonna face. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Sanity. I would like Oscar to face uh Ember Moon. That's what I would like. Or Charlotte for her rematch. But you know, Charlotte is in that particular match. I don't know what KO does either. Um, and we got Kofi versus Daniel. I don't know if I said that already or not, but um, yeah. So the your card is shaping out to be like a really, really, really dope card. Um, comment, uh, let me know, give me some feedback. Let me know how you feel, um, about this particular pay-per-view. I, I, I honestly enjoyed it. Uh, I had fun with it. Uh, I do feel like the ghost of Teddy Long was booking this shit, all the tag matches, all the multi-man matches. I think it was only like two one-on-one matches, but you know, it still was a fun pay-per-view and it, and it put things in perspective for four weeks left, uh, to WrestleMania. So yeah, very, very good show. Let's, let's talk about Tommaso Ciampa. Something I want to, um, cover it's been heavy in my heart. You know, this guy, he's one of the best. Uh, he's been running NXT, uh, the main event. You know, every time he has the momentum, he has like these these uh, career-threatening and career-ending uh, injuries that, you know, it's just it's just sad. They've been working on a storyline. I can't think of the last time they had a storyline that dragged out this long and we were waiting for the blow-off. I'm four weeks between the blow-off. You, you get this injury like that. Or I don't even know if it happened between four weeks, but... You know, you have to have surgery like it has to happen now. So it's sad he had to drop the uh, belt and um, damn, man, get well. Uh, prayers with you through the whole process, man. Get well. I don't know what they're going to do as far as the storyline is concerned. I know now Johnny's a good guy again. So, yeah, man, it's 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 sad. But speaking of good, um, the good brothers, Gallows and Anderson are, you know, possibly leaving they didn't resign and they had top money uh aj didn't resign and he you know got offered some good money as well what if all three of those gentlemen went to aew do you know how fucking insane that would be um my thing is aj's done everything to do in um wwe and set face seth rollins on the, on the big stage so um yeah i would like to see aj and kenny before it's all said and done before it's all over um but yeah those those guys are those guys are leaving um, possibly. Uh, but if I was if I was Gallows and Anderson, I I probably definitely would, you know, would would be gone about that. Um, let's see what other topics that I want to talk about. Oh, the dream. The dream said some shit. He was he's always trolling. So tonight, um, he was trolling, saying, "Am I the only one seeing those leg slaps?" Question mark. No more leg slaps, please. Wow. So, my question to y'all is, if y'all listen to me right now, um, when you get a chance, you know, DM me, comment, you know, hit me up, text me, whatever, and let me know, like, is, do you think he's, do you think he's doing this shit? Do you think he's ever getting real heat or this is just a part of the character that he, that he has? Because I can't tell the difference between the two, you know, like, he, he pretty much can say whatever he wants at this point. I did see a lot of, like, knee slapping also, but in other news, a clip of Enzo Amore um, just dropped. It's from his interview with Title Match Network. And basically, he talked about everything that All Elite Wrestling was doing. And he said, and I quote, I get the chills when I think about it, said Amore. 
What he's doing right now with AEW is the coolest shit I've ever seen. It's Dusty Rhodes' son going heads up with Vince McMahon. Dusty, he gets made a mockery by McMahon. Puts him in yellow with polka dots at a time when equal rights and racism was running rampant. He put him with a black woman. He went, now go get over. Because he used to book against Vince. Look at Virgil. Vince got a black guy, named him Virgil, after Dusty Rhodes. Then he goes to WCW, and his name is Vincent. They had a history of competition. So to see Cody reignite that flame is the coolest shit, and that's his son. So there you have it. Um, yeah, words from Enzo Amore. Uh, strong words from Enzo Amore, I will say that, to say the least. Uh, but yeah, we're definitely excited what AEW is doing, and um, I can't wait to see where it goes. Roman Reigns has been a very busy man. Shout out to you. Welcome back. Thank you, big dog, Joe, for being cancer and, and inspiring all these different kids. Uh, all over the world, and um, he sat down with Alex uh, McCarthy of uh, TalkSport.com to talk about Dean Ambrose and to talk about the Usos possibly leaving after the contracts is up in April. And he said, and I quote, I think I put a little bit more pressure on myself to be more than just a friend or a peer. The Usos, obviously, they are my family, but Dean is the same way. That's the hardest part for me. These situations are where the business comes up and I'm always, you know, good for giving advice, my perspective or what I might do in that situation. But when it comes down to it, this is business and these men are businessmen and they're going to have to take care of themselves and get the numbers and the years on those contracts that they want. Ambrose is Rain's brother, a real life friend, while Jimmy and Jay Uso are Reigns' real life cousins. On the subject of Ambrose, uh, specifically, Rain said that he intends to talk to his friend about the situation, but also noted that he will be supportive and remain in contact with Ambrose, regardless of what he does. And I quote, first of all, I had to read through an article or Twitter or something like that, so I didn't really take it too seriously. I've always known Ambrose. We always talked about it. He likes to stay unpredictable. He likes to march to the beat of his own drum. And I know one thing that he wants to be is happy. He's the kind that always been preparing to get to a point where he doesn't have to rely on anybody. And we've been fortunate enough to have a crazy roller coaster ride and such a great job over these past years. And we're fortunate enough to secure ourselves. So I'm not surprised because I know if he wants a break or needs a break, he's going to take it and do it his way but it is a big shock and we haven't really gotten into it and i really talked so much about it but because once i get back it's been pretty much foot down to the floor hitting the gas pedal pretty hard but it's something that we're going to have to get into a little bit more and it concerns me a little bit i never want one of my closest friends to leave but if he does leave this company we're still going to be close and talk all the time Yeah, so that's from Joe Roman. Um, my thoughts on that. Like I said, if it's a work, um, then they're doing a good job. <laughs> they're doing a good job. 
uh, who who's also doing a good job. I think Ronda is doing a great job. Uh, she cut, she 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 broke uh, kayfabe and cut some, uh, you know, kayfabe is pretty much dead anyway. But um, she said, "Fuck the people who are the WWE universe." So I guess she's saying, "Fuck me." Um, I don't consider myself being part of the universe, but I, I do watch WWE, so I guess it is fuck me. Well, if it's fuck me, Ronda, it's fuck you too. Now, I saved the best for last. Uh, we got some questions uh, from our cavers in the group. Uh, shout out my man, Matthew. This is the first question. How do you feel about the current direction of WWE heading into Mania? What match do you think is being booked the best slash worse? All right. Now, after Fast Lane. Hmm. The current direction of it. To me, it's gotten better. Ever since they brought Ricochet and Alistair up, I feel like I've been more entertained Monday and Tuesday. Um, I like the the post match things. I like the back behind the scenes things. I like the I like unpredicted. I like unpredictable shit. So I, I like where they're going, and um, I'm interested to see where they go moving forward. But they always do a good job. Well, not always, but for the most part, they do a good job in in WrestleMania uh, season anyway. That's like the the season where they go the hardest. So you know, um, as far as who I feel like is being booked the worst or best, I feel like the who's being booked the worst. One of the worst, I'd say Braun. Braun had a lot of heat um, uh, in the back for different reasons, but as far as out there, he connected with the crowd. He had a catchphrase. He had everything, you know, um, unpredictable shit. I just was talking about all the segments and different things like that, bring back that attitude era shit. And, um, you know, they didn't put the strap on him. They had Brock take a break, and um, that killed him. Um, as far as his injury is concerned, I think that hurt him as well. So I'll say he's probably being booked the worst. Um, who's being booked the best? Right now, it's a good question. Probably, <laughs> probably I would say Becky. Probably Becky. You know, um, she caught fire. She beat Charlotte. She maintained that heat no matter what. Um, and uh, she got injured. Still maintain that heat. Now she fuck around be one of the first, you know, she's a part of the first women main main event in that mania and um she lost her strap, but you know, she she won she won the rumble um and got right back into it. So, you know, possibly uh Seth was up there as well. I'll say Daniel was being booked pretty awesome. Uh who else? It's a couple. It's a couple people that's being booked all right. It's a lot of people that's being booked bad. So, but yeah, that that'll be my answer, um, Matt. Good, good questions. Pat, what up, bro? Miss you. Um, who do you see Roman Reigns facing at WrestleMania? Who? Um, I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. <sighs> Let me think about that. I don't know. You can put him against a large, large Sullivan if he, uh, if he returns or debuts or, you know, um, 
he could go against he could probably go against Dean if y'all want to do something like that. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not, I'm not sure, Pat. Uh, it's just a it's a, I'm trying to feel like who's it's not too many people that's built up that can face him at this point. Um, but yeah, Dave asks, do you eat ice cream in the winter? Yes, uh, I do. I would eat water ice in the winter as well. Uh, Yasmin didn't ask a question, but she said I do. So and he said that's great. And she said that's delicious. And I said I didn't say anything. Elliot, <laughs> uh, when Jesus comes back, is it where you want to be? Making fun of a little Joe Dirt. So he asked me, when Jesus comes back, is that where you want to be? Uh, I, I'm riding with anybody that uh, sacrifices for me. So wherever Jesus is at, I'm, I'm trying to be there. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be down. Dante, what up? What up, bro? What do you expect out of AEW year one and then beyond? Uh, I expect great wrestling, um, great story uh, storylines. I expect excitement. It's been exciting. Uh, I expect WWE to improve as well because of AEW. And I, I expect them to, you know, be that alternative brand moving forward. I think they could be just as big as WWE. Why not? Why, why, why wouldn't they be? People thought that. You know, when they sold out, that that was going to be it, and I and I said, "Yo, what's next is a promotion." Because any, anybody that sells out that fast, why would you sign to somewhere else? Why, why don't you continue doing what you're doing and, and going uncharted territory? So, I see them just becoming bigger and, and growing, and um, I'm very excited to see what television deal they land. But they got Jericho, they got uh, Kenny Omega, uh, shout out to Jungle Boy, rest in peace, your father. Uh, Sunny kiss. They, they got a lot of they got a lot of bodies over here. So it's gonna be crazy. Patrice asks, "Do you want to see Scarlet kick Disco Inferno's ass?" Huh? I want to see her night and day, every day. She can kick his ass, my ass, whatever she want to do. I'm all down. And Yasmin, comedy, yes. <laughs> Yasmin was very active in this post. Shout out to Yasmin. Sub says, "Uh, John, my guy. What up, John?" Since Tommaso Ciampa has to drop the NXT title and won't be facing Gargano, who would you want to see? Cole versus Gargano or somebody else at TakeOver Blacklist? Uh, Cole and Gargano would be dope. Um, I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. Maybe who who else is built up to be in that, that, that run? Like, you know what I mean? Who, who's else, who's else is there to, to do that? Um, Maybe John Johnny and Matt Riddle, um, that'll be dope. But I'm all I'm all for Cole. I say put the strap on Cole. Yeah, that would that would probably be probably be the best bet. Yasmin finally asked a question. <laughs> what is your thoughts on the status of wrestling as a whole right now? I feel like we're in the best. We're living in the best era for professional wrestling, sports entertainment, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I feel like this is the golden era. This is this is the best era with AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, all these indie shows that you can go to. Um, yeah, and then I'm in the industry. My team is in the industry. Russell Cave Podcast, Markout Club, we in the mix. You hear me? My my guys in New York holding it down. Um, it's you know, it's it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, I, I would definitely say. Um, but yeah, like like Pat said, that's a whole episode of his own. So, you know, I'll probably look into that a little bit more. 
Now, Dave asked again, what kind of ice cream? She said, butter pecan. I'm a cookies and cream type of guy or chocolate. Casey, my tag team partner, asks, who is facing Oscar at Mania? That's a great question because they're not doing shit with Oscar right now. Um, I would, I wish it was Charlotte, but it's probably, it's not at this point. It's not, um, I'll say Ember, please Ember come to SmackDown and, and do, and, and do the damn thing. Uh, Pat posts a picture and as cozy as impact hoodie, um, cozy Pat. Uh, he just asked for my thoughts. I, I think you look cool. I, I think you look cool. I like the dice is giving me the, uh, the Vegas vibes. I'll be, I'll be very, very soon. Um, but yeah, there are questions for this week. Uh, shout out to everybody that, you know, asked me questions. Uh, I'm having fun. It's 3.30 in the morning. Uh, I'm rambling at this point. But please follow us at Wrestle Cave Podcast. Uh, on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Wrestle underscore Cave. Follow us on Instagram at Wrestle Cave Podcast. I am Ace Porter, your humble host, holding it down for 30 case Hold it down for Mike, hold it down for Pat, hold it down for the entire Wrestle Cave podcast. This is Wrestle Cave Network. I am about to do what I do, and I will catch y'all later.